Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podcast, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question: Can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James, and I'm your other host, and I go by the name of Tenant Michael. Okay, and uh, we're here at Mike's apartment. That's and I right. Think, I think safe to say a, a a shitty apartment. Well, it's you know. Let's put it this way. It's not um, the Palace of Versailles, and it's not uh, Abbey Road Studios where the Beatles... It's not even a It's not even a typical dirt road. No. It's oh, just Old Town a, Road. Oh, that's a big hit right Old now. Old Town Road. Yes, but it's it's what we have, and it's what we have to make do with. Well, it's what you, what you have, because you haven't made a lot in your life. It's true. It's true. Um, if this is your first episode, I'm the landlord of this building. First of all, if it's your first episode, welcome, newcomer. We should put that in the beginning of every episode, maybe. I think all TV shows and songs should begin <laughs> with welcome, uh, newcomer. I agree. Hope you enjoy this. Nothing is more reassuring than a man uh, stuntedly saying, welcome, newcomer. Or a woman. Or a woman. Or a woman. Or a woman. Um, as uh, folks know, if you've been listening, um, my beautiful home is under investigation. You're in uh, some trouble. From what well, I'm not in trouble, but there's a bit of a there's an investigation going on at my house to do with a uh, butler who passed away in my house. He was what 53 or something, and he was a, a Hungarian man. Um, yeah, he had a good life. That's part of the complication, part of why right. I can't go home, right. and so I've been crashing at Mike's place for a little bit. So we've been roomies, mm-hmm. which has been uh, fun. True odd couple. We yes. make Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon look like, you know, lovers. Uh, yes, we do. Yes. Or uh, who was in the TV version? It was... Uh, Tony... Tony Randall and Jack Klugman. <laughs> Thank you for adding <laughs> that, that to the podcast. It's true, yeah. But uh, how are you doing, James? Uh, not bad, not bad. I actually have some some interesting news. Um, if you've been listening, you know that uh, I have been working on a feature film. Oh, that's right. You're getting involved in the world of, of showbiz. Trying to, trying to. Yeah. Um, have you taken one of those uh, master class uh, online courses from uh, Martin Scorsese or James Cameron? Absolutely not, but I wouldn't mind teaching one Okay. Um, about how to be an alpha male. Um, but yeah, I've been working on a screenplay, um, uh, starring Prince Andrew. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Oh, like a biopic type. Sort of biopic, fantasy, sci-fi, action. Uh, we're going to call it Prince Android. It's kind of a mashup of Prince Andrew and Robocop and a bunch of other movies. Right. And, uh, my thinking was in this moment of disgrace for, for Andrew, he might be sort of amenable to taking on other projects he might not otherwise. So... I'm right. I'm kind of working on a demo to present to Prince. Oh, he's gonna, he's going to play himself. Yeah. Oh, I see. I forgot. Well, that's that the part. idea. That's okay. the goal. I mean, if we have to get some Canadian commercial actor or something right. to play him, we will. But the hope is Prince Andrew plays himself. Right. And um, yeah, I'm hoping to shoot a demo, and I may even have a role for you, Michael. No, mm. me? Mm. Are 
pulling my leg? I, I wouldn't know the first thing about uh, lights, camera, action. Well, my thinking is it, it'd, be, it'd be a real character, because I know you're a character. People always say to me, okay. when they, pod listeners, when they see me on the street, go, that Michael, is he, is he really such a character? And I go, he is. He's a total <laughs> freak, psychopath. So I thought you'd be perfect playing a crazy character in this. Oh, like comic relief, sort of? Yeah, like, uh, yes. Something that like uh, the audience loves. I, I get to say a funny line. Exactly. Fall down or whatever. So I'm thinking you could play Jeffrey Epstein in this movie. Uh, and you're kind of Prince Android's uh, nerdy sidekick. Or you're, you know, he'll kind of be uh, blasting someone and you'll be like, help, Prince, help! And stuck in some rubble, you know. Um, but I thought rubble. that... Yeah. And, you know, you're always kind of trying to peddle him revolting uh, stuff. It's 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 just, uh, I think it's a part that hmm. could be very good for you. I'm not sure I want to go on camera for my first role playing uh, Jeffrey Epstein, actually. Also, I look nothing like him, and I, my voice Agree to disagree on like, that. like him, and I don't have the same vibe as him at all. Tweet is at LT Podmas if you think Mike looks like Jeffrey Epstein. Do not do that, actually. You actually um, do have a similar facial structure. Well, I, I mean, I'm of two minds about that, because while I don't like what Jeffrey Epstein did, I can't deny that he was a really good-looking fellow. And this is why you have to play him in this demo we're going to shoot, because you can get inside his mind. All right. Well, let me let me see the script before I commit, but anyway, yeah. Um, Prince Android. Do you have anyone on board to, uh, to, to do the soundtrack? I'm hoping for Reznor. Trent. Um, that's the dream. Right. Um, uh, if anyone has any contacts to Trent, please tweet his at LT Podmas. Failing that, uh, one of my cousins slept with a guy in Trouble Charger, so I'm hoping to maybe get the guy from Trouble Charger if we can't get Trent Reznor. Not the lead singer of Trouble Charger. Right. Like one of the, like the, and not the other guy, Bill Whitley or whatever, who sang a few songs that weren't singles. Right. Like the bass player. Now, can you clear up something? Not Greg Nori. Not Greg Nori. Can you clear something up in my mind? I'm confused. Was it Trent Reznor or was it Treble Charger who recorded an album in the Manson Murder House? <laughs> I don't think Which, it was Treble Charger. Are you sure? I feel like they didn't, but I could be I'm wrong. Just Google it. Oh, no, it was Trent Reznor and the <laughs> Downward Spiral was recorded in the Manson uh, Murder House. Yeah, maybe mm. the Treble Charger recorded their album at a different murder house. Anyway, that's uh, some interesting news for our fans. Um, before we move on to our exciting segment, we would just like to remind everyone to please go to the website. Please get your pen and paper ready. Patreon.com slash Landlord Tenant. And what you want to do is take out your bank card or your money and give it to us on that website. Uh, and if you don't want to give to our Patreon, maybe you could put us on your Instagram story. Put us on your Instagram stories. Tweet Especially about us. Especially if you're a, a, you know, one of these models who has millions of followers. Yeah, absolutely. Cindy Crawford. Cindy, I love that mole, baby. Don't ever get rid of that. Imagine if Cindy Crawford uh, started uh, Instagramming about us. Oh, what a dream. We hit the number one spot on the iTunes charts. Um, also, tell your... Goddamn friends about this podcast if you like it. It really helps. Let's spread the word. Okay, let's move on to our segment. No more farting around. I love that phrase, farting around. Do you ever use that, James? No, I don't. 
So, Mike, um, you came up with this segment idea because uh, a hero of yours passed away. Well, that's correct, James. So this week, um, we lost a great man. His name was Larry Tesler. He was 74 years of age, and he was a computer scientist who uh, you might know his work because he created the cut, copy, and paste function on computers. And we lost him. And just think about how this man has impacted all of our lives. You know, many of us don't even consider uh, cut, copy, and paste, but it really helps us save time. And it got me thinking, what about all the other little heroes out there whose, whose work makes life a little bit more bearable? Uh, and so I thought it'd be fun to do a segment called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Salutes Little Heroes. The people who make life better in small but meaningful ways. Really well read, very natural seeming, very com- you seem very comfortable on the mic today. Thank you, yes, yes. I got a massage before uh, today's podcast. You know, when you suggested the idea Little Heroes, I thought you were talking about little people at first, and I thought, I'm not going to be able to think of three. Oh, like Warwick Davis? Yes, I thought I could maybe think Warwick of one. Dinklage. I don't think I could think of three. Or what was his name? Billy Barty, who was in The Wizard of Oz, okay. who I believe passed away. <laughs> yeah, well, died. Probably did. That was a long, a long time ago. A long time ago. All right. Well, why don't I go first, Mike? Sure. My first little hero is a guy named Victor Blatch, okay. and he's an Italian guy. And he's a little hero, and I'll tell you why. He's also a tech guy, much like the cut, copy, paste guy. Okay. But Victor Blatch was the pioneer, the genius who invented incognito browsing. Okay. And any porn user out there, anyone who uh, looks up stuff that could get them fired at work or end their relationship or get them in a lot of trouble on social media, certainly, we need to get down on our knees and kiss the feet of this guy. Thanks to incognito browsing, um, we're free, we're here, and we're having fun, baby. So hat tip to you, and uh, we'll see you on the web. The web in the sky. The web in the sky. Um, uh, you, I might pass on bending down and kissing the feet of an Italian man, but uh, that's a nice nice first entry for you there. Incognito Branzing. Blatch. Not, that doesn't sound like an Italian name, but I guess names well, can be deceiving. names can be deceiving. Right, names can be deceiving. All right, my first little hero is, uh, as you know, I'm, uh, I go to church. I'm a Roman Catholic man. It's a big part of my identity, and I go there at least two times a week. Now, the in the for the music in my church, the person who gets all of the credit is the organist, Shirley, who, you know, she sings, she plays the organ, but I would like to make the case for a little hero who makes every church service just that much more fun and that much more rhythmic. Of course, I'm talking about the tambourine player Robert who plays tambourine all the time. He's got, you can't mistake him. He's got a great big beard and a great big belly. He's always seated when he plays. And I, he either can't speak or at least he chooses not to. And that's up to him. He's very religious and he keeps a steady damn beat. Hmm. So shout out to Robert. I guess usually at church, not that I go uh, or would be caught dead in one, but uh, usually you'd think the organist probably get a lot of the attention. But well, I guess that's actually what's happening. So that's mm. why I'm pointing out Robert's contribution. You should come. Do you? No, no, thanks. I like Robert. Do you talk to Robert much? Um, I tr- not anymore because I I was getting some weird vibes from him when I tried to you know start conversations and. Okay. Yeah. My second little hero is 
whoever comes up with the holiday themes at Pornhub. Um, I know okay. I look at Pornhub every day, and you know it's easy to forget what time of year it is. And it's a real nice treat when it's December. Maybe it's Christmas morning, and you're on Pornhub, and the okay. the the top of the web page. There's you know uh, wreaths around the Pornhub text right and then maybe they have a little cartoon of santa with a boner or something or maybe the simpsons characters all having sex but they're all wearing santa hats i'm telling you what that is a little treat and that and sometimes i'll forget it's a holiday until i notice on pornhub oh my gosh there's a jack-o'-lantern with a boner it's halloween uh so a little hat tip to the to the whoever does those themes at pornhub do they here's a question do they do uh no, part of me doesn't even want to know the answer to this. Do they do special uh, Pornhub holiday, like St. Patrick's Day uh, cartoons? Sure. Or, I don't even want to hear what that looks like. St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Father's Day. Yeah. Not Easter. Absolutely. What does that one look like? Oh, you know, two people dressed as a bunny, and then they do it, and then they find an egg. Something like that. Oh, you mean like on the, t- on the, on the text, like on the title page, or like the videos? The, the, the title page. Yeah. Oh, sure. They'll just have an egg with a boner. Ugh, disgusting. Although, Canadian companies, so got to... Right, they're from Montreal, right? to the Canucks. Yeah, we're, we, we should not be underestimated. That's cool. All right, my second uh, little hero is... Uh, now, I live in a high-crime neighborhood. A lot of uh, violence, a lot of uh, break-and-enters, a lot of uh, just murders and stuff. And um, so there's a vigilante man who sort of walks around wearing a balaclava at night... And uh, does he harass me every evening and make me show him ID and answer his questions? And sometimes does he detain me? Yes. But I would argue that he makes the entire community safer because he does that to everyone. And if it weren't for him, there'd be, there'd be no law and order because the police are too afraid to come into this neighborhood. Hmm. What does he dress up like? He wears a, a balaclava and army fatigues. <laughs> and he has these, these high, like, uh, these docks. They have like 16 laces. Is that the number? 16, 22? Not anyway. sure. Yeah. Okay. Don't know his name. Well, good for that guy. Uh, all right. My final little hero is a man who works at a club I'm a member of. It's called the uh, Crown Club. And it's just a Are fancy. You sure? Yeah, yeah. And it's just a fancy club I go to. A lot of rich people go there. Mm. And, um, you know, a lot of fancy places have bathroom attendants. Okay, yes, I've heard of that. And, you know, we got to appreciate bathroom attendance generally. But this one guy at the fancy club I go to goes above and beyond, and I see him there once a week. He turns the tap on for me to wash my hands. He squirts soap into my hands. He even wipes my penis after I pee. And i got to be honest with you, I don't remember his name. I see him every week, but damn, I don't remember his name. I've never thought to ask. But that guy... What a guy. So, and you're a little hero for me. The amount of attention to detail you pay to me when I go to the bathroom in that r- bathroom is unbelievable. So he wipes your, your pe- Does he go into the stall with you or just stand he, beside th- you? That is the how urinal? attentive he is, Mike. I'll go, into the st- I'll go into the urinal. He follows me right, right by my side. Do you need a lot of assistance wiping? Like I do, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, it's a size thing. Okay. Hey, how long do you usually pee for? Good question. Um, I did a three-minute one the other day. Really? Yeah. That's. I'm surprised you could contain that much pee. Was other stuff coming out? <laughs> no, just just pee, and it was the entire length of. Sh- uh, and I, I I noticed this at the time. The entire length of the Beatles song "She Loves You." 
Okay, well, that is the end of Little Actually, Heroes. Actually, no, I have a third one because... Oh, I, I thought you finish. did three yeah. already. So I'd like to shout out a little hero that means a lot to me and keeps me going, actually. Whoever the software engineer was that designed an app that I use every day called Pills Bitch, P-I-L-Z-B-T-C-H, and it's an app for young people who are, you know, on several medications... And it beeps every time to remind you what to take. And as listeners will know, I'm on a wide variety of, of uh, pills for a wide variety of problems. I have youthful osteoporosis. I have problems with my blood and my brains and bones. And um, this thing, it beeps all the time. And it reminds me to, to, to pop a pill. Wow. Pills bitch. Pills bitch. That's kind of a neat tech uh, app name. Well, it's cool because it makes taking pills seem, you know, edgy and cool and, and like a young thing. How many pills did you say you take? Mm, anywhere between 12 and 17 a day. My God. Yeah. All and right. That's the end of the segment now. There we go. Um, all right. Well, why don't we take a break and come back with our guests? Welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got some exciting guests this week. We're, we're switching things up. Usually we only have one guest. This week we have two. So more bang for your buck. They're uh, a duo that work together a lot. They're improv comedians, and they just got back into town after an engagement out of out of the city. Please welcome Tim Gilbert and Marty Tops, otherwise known as the Two Pieces of Shit. Hello. <laughs> okay, Hi that guys. feeling when you know two people work together a lot—they're literally <laughs> in harmony. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank how you. did you? How did you just come up with that? It's improv. Yeah, that's it what just it came is. to us. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Amazing. So, tell us what improv. So, improv is is a sketch, but you don't really have a script, or how does this work? It's beyond sketch. Uh, there is no script. Uh, we get. Uh, uh, shit from the audience. Okay. And then okay. we filter it through our wild minds. Uh, <laughs> you, seem, be, you seem crazy. I Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, we're crazy. I'm only as crazy as this guy. <laughs> you know, it's funny because <laughs> hearing what you're saying there, it reminds me that life also doesn't come with a script. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It's That's funny true. You, you should ask, what is improv? My yeah. answer to that, because people ask us pr- pretty much every day, mm-hmm. my answer to that is, what's not improv? Oh. Life is improv. Like, right. when you got out of bed this morning, that was improv. When you yes. put on your clothes, that was improv. Everything we do is, is improv. Making love with your partner? Absolutely. Is there a script? <laughs> no. 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 So when you watch a sc- scripted content, if you're watching, say, a movie like uh, Ford versus Ferrari or mm-hmm. an old episode of 30 Rock, mm-hmm. you get mad that everyone's uh, you know, reading off of a script. Yes. Yeah, we do. I hate that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's something about the written word that just seems to truly bother both of us. I think it comes yeah. from the fact that we can't read. Yes, we're both functionally really? illiterate. Yes. Now, is that common in the improv community? Yes. I, I've learned, yes. Mm-hmm. It actually is, yeah, because you know a lot of the people that... Have that get into improv don't really have like a lot of education, like formal training. So yeah, it is actually quite common in the improv community, and really? it's great that people like that are able to find uh, gainful employment and 
and not have to deal with learning how to read. Mm-hmm. And they even teach classes, right? Imagine that, a teacher who can't read. Well, we're it's, not... it's happened. I've seen it. Hey, hey, we've, we've been we've, that teacher. Yeah, we've taught, okay, <laughs> then. Wow. So, well, that's so... So I've got to ask, what's the craziest suggestion anyone's ever given you when you're, done, when you're doing improv? If you ask for a location or something. And keep in mind, we have a few younger listeners. No, we so... don't. So say, okay. be as dirty oh, as you can. want. Okay. We can say the real, real stuff? Sure. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Mike doesn't approve, but I do. Mm, okay. Um, one, one time, um, a, there was like a younger woman. Okay. She asked us. Uh, she was <laughs> on the ship with her. Uh, with on her. the ship? We do cruise ships a lot. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, okay, that's what we were. We just got back from like a cruise ship tour. Oh, incredible. sweet! Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. We'll that's have awesome. to talk about that. It's okay. good yeah. money too. Wow, like the, the entertainment on those cruise ships. My goodness, it's insane. What a life. Yeah. Sorry. So the craziest thing. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, the time we were doing a show and somebody we asked, well, you know, name us a suggestion. Where could we be? And the, uh, somebody shouted out Dildo Factory. And uh, I remember we got what? so upset. Now that's right. what I was we thinking. So something more like that. Suggestion that we kind of stop the show and watch off stage. That was the one time that we've actually canceled the show. Yeah, really? Because I'm the kind of show. I'm the kind of twisted guy who'd be in the crowd going saying dildo factory. Honestly, well, we're the kind of guys yeah. who would kick yeah. you the fuck out. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we're here to, to entertain and to have fun. And yeah. uh, you know, if you want to be rude, you can stay in the bathroom. Frankly, wow. Dildo factor. Just hearing that idea makes me feel sick to my stomach. Although there must be in the world somewhere a dildo factory. So Probably many, many. I wonder what countries gross mm. domestic product is most comes has makes the most money from from uh, the manufacturing of dildos. Well, I hope it's Canada. Well, oh Canada, our home and native land. Um, so patriot love. Oh, and you guys are both Canucks as well. Yes, yes, we yeah, are. We are proud. Oh, to, very uh, cool. So you said something that made my ears perk up. You said you you, uh, you do a lot of cruise ship work, and you just got off of a uh, of a ship. So just... That must be fun. That must be fun as hell. It's oh, amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. We love it. Sailors, you're sailors and improvisers. Yeah, we like yeah, to I guess consider, yeah. yeah. We're kind of, we're kind of part of the crew. Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, oh. oh. I was savvy. I was thinking of Popeye and imagining if Popeye uh-huh. was part of an improv troupe. Maybe with uh, Captain Jack. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. I'd like to see that. Yeah, that would Perfect be Perfect for a cruise ship. Yeah, that would be great. So uh, so you guys, you, you you join a cruise ship for a couple of months kind of thing, and every night there's a show, and yes. people pay to see, and you guys, your, your troop name is the Two Pieces of Shit, the you were saying? Two Pieces of That's Shit. So, right, people, yeah. so people go to the theater in the in the cruise ship and they watch you guys yeah. they know you know yep. they know it's it's a different show every night obviously because it's wow. improvised. and we do a matinee twice a week as well yeah really yeah. okay wow now i've got to ask you know you're on a cruise ship people are there on vacation having a wild time Careful, i imagine James. well i'm just wondering if you get asked for phone numbers or oh, well, you he know does, does. yeah i don't and i throw really? them overboard mm-hmm. the girls what? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I throw the phone numbers overboard. Are we dealing with a serial killer? Or are we dealing with a clown? Now, interesting. If I'm on, the, we're technic- when we're on the ship, we're technically on the clock the entire time, from mm-hmm. the moment we get on the ship to the moment we get off. So uh, we're not having fun. We're there to work. We're there to entertain. 
so we can't have be getting any phone numbers. We can't be fraternizing with the right. uh, so with the people unless we're doing a scene, which is fun. And sometimes we'll do like a theater scene, or sometimes we'll do more private scenes, like um, in their cabin. We, if they want to pay extra, we'll go to their cabin and we'll do improv with them, just uh, the two of us and whoever wants to pay. So like a private improv show just for like two people or one person Mm, some people are intimidated by a big crowd and just because they're intimidated by a big crowd doesn't mean they shouldn't be allowed to enjoy improv uh so so is this some sort of a loophole i'm sensing because you know let's be honest you're two young good-looking guys thank you you must have no of course you must have you know so are you you oh come on thank you i'm just sitting right here guys all four of us but we should all go we are very good but you know we do okay yeah even if you're on the clock and you're working, you still got, you know, nature, you got needs. So is this a way to uh, to deal with those needs, but while also performing improv? What? I, uh, I don't what understand. What do you mean when you say, like, deal with the Are needs? You, well, like, do you mean that we let them watch us go to the toilet? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Well, do you? I mean, that's one no interesting question. Do we I'm, let people on cruise ships watch us go to the toilet? No, we don't. We well, I guess what I was trying to get to, in a roundabout way, I was trying to ask: Do you uh, ever have sex with people in these private improv shows? You what mean like you on think? stage or in the pri- You know, in the in the, someone's cabin or something. And, and please forgive me if this is a, no, that's okay. a rude question. No, we knew what we were getting into coming yeah. on here. This is. You guys ask hard questions. We're the Howard. We're like Howard Stern. We wow. might ask you about jerking off. <laughs> yeah. We might oh. ask you about sixty nineing. We might ask you oh about religion. Fart wow. man. Remember, remember Fart Man? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Private parts. That was a good movie. Huh. Didn't see it. So, so you're asking what again? If we, I'm just. It must be hard to not be able to. I mean, I assume you're not allowed to to date or have relations with with uh, customers on the ship. So how do you get a around feeling lonely. Well, it's got to be secretive because we are considered part of the crew. We are right, working yeah. and they, they obviously don't want the crew members to start effing people on the ship. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, you can you can sneak around a bit. Like, I've, it's not something I really do, but I know that you've had a few, yeah. like, casual relationships But I do, I do it very discreetly. You have to, just because you never know who's got a phone around. So I wear, right. I wear a mask when I do it, uh, just to make sure no one can identify me. Uh, and I've, I have a mask for Tim. I've given to Tim, but he hasn't... I, have you ever wore the mask? Yeah, I've worn the mask, yeah. Okay, yeah. So if you wear a mask, it's like you're completely anonymous. It's, to- it's totally nice. fine. Because they also, they have sex workers on the ships. Um, what? But they just, they charge an arm and a leg. You're already paying a lot for the cabin. You're paying right, a lot for right. the buffet and everything mm-hmm. else. So uh, for a couple of improvisers, you want to shoot me like 50 bucks uh, to, right? you know, tell you that you look nice. I In see. a way, yeah. Yeah. Now. Can I ask what does the when I think of you know people on a ship I think of big burly sailors I keep bringing him up but Popeye what does what does the crew what does what does the captain think to have a couple of clowns uh, some improvisers around do you get along with the crew guys Oh yeah they, they love, love us. us they really? love us the crew loves us yeah. yeah oh yeah the captain loves us cuz they seem like tough guys right Well of course mm-hmm. but you know once you get to know them they're all softies like they're they're Really yeah, we love them. You always think of a captain as a gruff old bastard yeah. but these, are, these days are, are kind of just like computer nerds 
Really? Yeah. Really? So, like, I'm thinking of the 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 like Captain Highliner or you know the captain on those packages of uh, Fisherman's Friend. Yeah. So that captains don't look like that anymore. They don't have a big beard. They look a... like like tech IT kind of guys yeah, with glasses. Yeah, it's and... all automated now. Mm. They're not. We're not going out like scouring for salmon or anything. We're just doing a little cruise around the bay. Yeah. If we were scouring for salmon, we would need like a tough man, a tough, a tougher sort yeah. of. So where was Captain. this uh, cruise ship? Where was the cruise um, that you just went on? All oh, over the all place. All over, yeah. Really. Mostly in the in the Pacific. Oh, oh, I love the Pacific. Yeah. You've never been to the Pacific, I've Mike. I've Googled pictures. I love the music from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of where? Of America and Canada. <laughs> but the Pacific, that's exciting. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're back. And, um, it was like a bit... It's kind of sad saying goodbye to all our friends. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's just the way that goes. You know, every party must come to an end. That's that's an old Mm -hmm. saying I always remind myself of. And we did get to, we actually did sort of get to spend a lot of extra time with everybody. I think it's fair to say. Mm Why is that? Um, Uh, we, We just, I don't know. They... They asked, they asked us if I was I don't want to say it wasn't voluntary, but they asked us to just kind of hang out. Yeah, they asked us to hang out for a bit on the ship. Yeah. On the ship, okay. yeah, on the ship. everybody had to hang out for a bit because After like some people and, started yeah. getting sick. Yeah, so oh. we had to kind of hang back uh, for a few weeks. The cap the the improvisers go down with the ship. Yes. Oh, is that, that a thing? Yep. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if in the movie Titanic, because you know how you see the orchestra is playing as the ship is going down, if you saw two guys doing a scene about a job interview, and then suddenly the water gets higher and higher, then you mm-hmm. see them drown, <laughs> and you see them die. Yeah. That would be us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you said people were sick, and I'm just sort of connecting the dots in my mind here. To be honest, it's not uncommon it's for people to get sick. Absolutely. Seasick. Uh, right. Buffet food that sits out mm. for a long time. Right. By the end of the trip, it's been sitting out for like weeks or maybe months. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. Oh, there's yeah. a million ways to get sick. On yeah. Boat, yeah. Honestly. So it's uh, this will sound crazier than it is. Mm-hmm. This is not such a huge deal. I don't think so. You um, okay. <clears throat> what you know? I don't. Remember, what, what do they call it? That thing that's around now? That uh, disease? That's oh, bud, bud, Budweiser, Bud Light, Bud Light. Yeah. Bud, Bud Light. Light. Bud Light. No, no. Wait, wait. Bud. I think I know what you're doing. You've got beer on the mind. It's not Bud Light. It's is it maybe Corona? Corona? That's I don't think, it. Is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay, that yeah. is it. That rings yeah. a bell. Yeah. yeah the, so you were okay. Yep. So they uh, just asked us just to stick around just for a couple extra weeks. On yeah. The boat. So you you they, were quarantined. I I, you were quarantined because you had the coronavirus. No, we were yeah, qu- we were yes. quarantined Jesus. because some people were sick. Right. And I. And from our including understanding, us, including us, we it, were oh boy. we were sick, but also these people were going to go absolutely stir crazy if we were stuck docked for weeks. So they made sure that we were there to make sure everyone's entertained. But weren't they the crews st- entertained? The they were quarantined in their rooms. What did you go room to room and do little improv scenes? Honestly, yes, yes, we did yeah. private improv yeah. sessions. Oh and a lot God. of people think that's actually how the virus spread around so quickly. Oh. Us going into every room, they you spread it. Doing like that not was on, what they not thought for a bit. Yeah. We're just trying to make a, keep keep spirits up, make everybody happy. Oh, my God. Mm. Please tell me you, that no one died on the ship. Well, well, we could lie to you if you want. I thought people are still on that ship. Like, yeah, did you guys are. get they off are. early yeah, or something? Yeah. Uh, How did you 
the Get toilet. Off. We got it out like through um, one the, of the pipes in the, the toilet. Pipes. Yeah, the pipe we, that all the toilets <laughs> lead to that goes out into the water. That's how we got out. We had to crawl through. Uh, yeah. If you've been on a ship, all the all the toilet pipes lead to like one big pipe, kind of like in a funnel, and that's okay. a wide one so that it'll never get clogged, and that gets flushed out into the sea. So we just uh, kind of made uh, our way into that one. But wasn't the pipe full of all sorts of muck and yuck stuff? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, oh, my yeah. Goodness. yeah. Oh, it was disgusting, certainly. especially with everybody being sick. It was on the all, boat. yeah. It was pretty much like to be honest, it made it kind of easier because it was really. all liquid. Yeah. Yeah, not not really like nothing. Re- nothing no in the way. Solid nothing solid. In no, the way. and I think that's Ugh. easier. If you were going through there and you ran into a bunch of chunks, you might second guess You'd be yourself. Like, but this is gross. If it's so wet, you're just you're just going and you can't even stop yourself. So to quote Paul Simon, "Slip sliding away." Right? That's what we did. <laughs> we slip slided away. James, I'm sorry for making light. There seems to be a. Uh, a long-standing sort of rivalry in the scene, in the comedy scene between stand-up comedians and improvisers. And what what do you have to say about that? Should this? How do we cure this rift? How do we paper it's over silly, this? To tell you the mm-hmm. truth, and I, uh, it's you know, it's it's because it's just like it's farm animals. It's like pigs making fun of other p- pigs. It's brainless. <laughs> shit wallowing losers teasing each other you know like you're still wallowing in shit you're not any better than this guy just because he's got a star wars shirt when he performs or because he dresses up like harry potter you know interesting take do you, do you guys do any of that harry potter style improv or star wars or, or even yeah, ghostbusters time. improv yes. oh absolutely yeah really? big time yeah yeah it, people love it. Really? If you, you know, take something that's popular, like a film or something like that, and sure. say that improv, people are going to go. Mm-hmm. So Michael mentioned Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Ford versus Ferrari improv. Absolutely. That would that would kill. Sold out. Really? Yeah. yeah. I love Richie Rich. Good for, <laughs> good. <laughs> it's a funny comic book. I'd love to see one of your shows when you do it. Well, come. Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Come to a show, and then when we ask for suggestions, call shout it Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Yeah, that's oh, a fun right. idea. You yeah. Hey, See? you know what show I also loved? Uh, Whose Line? Oh yes. yeah. Do right, you ever do yeah, Whose yeah. Line games? On? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what we that's always exciting. do. Exciting. Uh, a lot of times you go out and people don't understand what improv is, uh, so we'll say, "Do you know the show Whose Line? Mm-hmm. We're going to do that." Mm-hmm. Have any of the we're not allowed to call it that? Oh, you can't call it that. No. It's copyright infringement. Yeah, that's why yeah. we are the, the two, two pieces, pieces of shit. shit. Oh, I love it. Yeah. You guys remind me of like a more mischievous kind of uh, Ryan and Colin from uh, from Who's Yes. Yeah. Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Fatty Arbuckle and you know his friend. Yeah. We yeah like there's so many classic duos over the years. Yeah. You two. You two are. You guys are well, no, I don't consider as a duo. Share a few laughs over the. I don't consider, as a, years, I don't consider as a duo. You heard of the dynamic duo or the dysfunctional duo? <laughs> well, that yeah. might be true. Two Robins. Two Robins. Two That's Robins a good is... name for an improv troupe. Two, two Robins. Two Robins. Yeah. In search of a Batman. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the two guys oh, yeah. dress up as Robin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it's then then there's uh, someone like help someone stole my purse and the two robins go I don't know do you know no neither of us are Batman you know <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it's funny. fun that's, that's good funny. a lot of fun you guys could do improv mm. well maybe in a, as a side hustle so when you guys aren't on the cruise um, are you guys on dating apps or 
Anything like that? Yeah, or we try. We, you know, we date a lot. Yeah, how do yeah. improvisers date? We, we do it together. Really? Yeah. We always do double dates. Yeah. Nothing wow. but. Because yeah. that's really like how we can show people this is the true us. Yeah. Well, that's right. smart because yeah. when you meet a person, you want to show them that you're funny. And if you guys are used to being a duo. Yeah. If we split off on our own, who knows what kind of material we might go back to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could get weird, right? Yeah. yeah. So we um, so double dates, and, uh, and do the women typically know each other? Like, do you guys date sisters, no. like no, in Perfect oh, Strangers? Yeah. The women can't know nope. each other. We yeah. prefer we don't if like they that. don't. Yeah, it's yeah. Because yeah. then they'll talk to you know. We don't. Yeah. Want then they'll talking. go to the bathroom and talk about you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we it's don't. Rude. Like that. It's rude to get up and go to the bathroom during the middle of a show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and we go to the bathroom so much. We do. Yeah. That like we don't want them to like talk about us while we're in the bathroom. Yeah. So you go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah, yeah, because you you were recently sort of un, unhealthy, unwell. Yeah, yeah, it's because of the virus, but it's we were going to the bathroom a lot before too. Yeah, really, is that typical with improvisers uh, mm-hmm. that you have yeah. weak little bladders? It's and weak bladders and like problems. IBS, it's IBS. Not not a good diet, really. Like, yeah, it's a lot of. Salt. I've heard of UCB, but I've never heard of I- IBS. <laughs> Right. Oh boy! I hope we don't die of coronavirus because of you guys. We're f- we're okay. You guys will be fine. I think it's a, it's one of those diseases where you can live with it and you won't die. Yeah. Okay. People we, are just, we've come so people far. are overreacting. Right. Is any topic off limits when it comes to improv? Wow. Improv. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So well, what about murder? You said you said no because we've been hearing that you always say yeah. yes. But uh, interesting. Well, what about murder? Well, or cutting off someone's head. Is there any? Are there any podcast topics that are off to- off topic? Absolutely mm, not. No. Well, there, there you go. go. Now here's a delicate question. Um, you both said you you've taught before. I mean, you taught us. Hell, mm-hmm. um, is it? Where do you stand on teach improv teachers or comedy teachers in general? Maybe dating their students. Um, is it I, wrong or is it right? I think, the rising and setting of the sun. It is just something that happens. I think it's absolutely natural. Yeah. Really? You're spending oh, yeah. a lot of time uh, comparing your minds, like in, mm-hmm. entangling your minds with opening each other. Opening yourselves up. Opening yourselves right. up. Showing your vulnerability. Hmm. Um, so it just happens a lot. It's very natural. But don't you mm. think that it's um, a little bit dicey? Because when you're teaching improv or comedy in general... You're in this uh, position of enormous power mm-hmm. over your students. Mm-hmm. So don't you think there's a conflict of interest there? Well, I think a lot of the students like to have power wielded over them, honestly. Really? I think, yeah. I think, you know, if a 45-year-old improviser wants to date an 18-year-old who just moved to town, who, you know... Doesn't have any friends, maybe? Any fr- yes. Oh, that's perfect. Feels doesn't isolated. Friends, doesn't really know anyone. Very attractive. They want, if they want to date, then, I mean, who's? why are we stopping them, you know? Like, I think that's... How else are you going to get to know your city? Exactly. Meeting people, you know? That's yeah. And, and if, you, if you see this happening, and we see it a lot, one thing we make sure is we will separate the two of them and ask them both if it's consensual. Mm-hmm. Right. And they'll both say... Yes, and. Yes. <laughs> now, is there ever the case where t- turning the tables, where maybe uh, an 18-year-old girl is taking advantage of a 45-year-old male improv, like, improv teacher? Maybe mm. he... Because he's, he's is, rich. Yeah. and, and <laughs> Right. She's and just he, after his money. He's yeah, just after right. his money yeah. and his good looks and his nice car <laughs> and all his fancy clothes. Yeah. Do you think that that's ever something that um, people should know more about? How, how common is that? Um, it's it's common, but it's kind of cool. 
You know? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, if you, if everybody's having fun, what's the problem? Yeah, right. You know? Do you remember that R. Kelly song, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, with Aaliyah? Remember that? Or no. I think that was a whole album. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, put that on and answer your own question. Yeah. Now, are you doing any improv festivals coming up this spring or oh, yeah. summer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those oh, yeah. must be fun. Yeah, we're we're booked about a year in advance, honestly. Really? Yeah. Normally, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of demand for improv these days because people want to laugh. The world is so heavy <sighs> these days. It's true. You know? People want to. What do you mean? About their problem. Um. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, there isn't really anything. From our bad perspective, going it's on. pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't really anything bad going on. I just Googled your dates, and it says you're doing Coachella. That we are, yeah. First. Wait, wow. Rage Against the Machine? I, oh, oh, my gosh. Wow. So I hope, yeah. Do you think oh. you'll get to do improv with Zach De La Roca? I, I or? So. We, yeah. we don't oh, get yeah. the, the order until we get there, but I'm hoping we go on before Rage Against the Machine, because we're going to pull Zach out. Oh, that yeah. would be cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He'd be good, good yeah. I bet. Oh, yeah. oh. Give oh. us a location and a name! Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, people don't know this, but... Since Rage Against the Machine broke up, he's been taking improv classes this whole time. Really? really? He was always nervous on stage. He didn't know what to say in between songs. Right. So he wanted to work oh on God. his improv skills so that uh, it wouldn't sound too scripted in between, because before it was very political, very scripted in between right. the songs. But now he wants to be a bit looser, a bit like play with the crowd mm-hmm. between songs and just get, you know. I remember seeing a video of, of one of their early performances and they, they finished Killing in the Name of, mm. and the crowd went wild, and then the camera just focused on Zach. And he had the microphone in his hand. He just said, he looked out and he looked terrified. He was like, I don't know what to say now. 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 Wow. Say now. Yeah. So it's good that he's getting more uh, confident about, you know. Apparently now he's amazing. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's very quick. Yeah. He should audition for SNL. Imagine. Oh, Featuring that, oh, yeah. the Saturday Night Live players, Zach Della Rocca. Oh, yeah. If wow. you watch some of their old, like, old clips, like, of some of their first shows, you, uh, if you pay attention, you can see that when he's on stage, he, he's actually got his arms behind his back, and there's someone behind him with their arms under his armpits holding the mic, right. and they're sort of, like, Like on whose line? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. Wow. Yeah, old rage. have been messing around with it, yeah. Even during, like, the songs and stuff? Oh, or? yeah. Oh, yeah, Whoa. that's what the shows were. Yeah. This next song is not a song. It's a game called World's Worst. <laughs> yeah. And they play World's Worst in front of everyone at the, at the concert. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's that would be wild. Remember when they were at, like, Lollapalooza, and, they, yeah. and uh, they came out, and they were all naked, and they stood on, because that was the result <laughs> of, like, an improv game gone wild. <laughs> Whoa. We'd like to welcome some friends on stage for this next bit. Please welcome Colin Mockwing and Ryan Style. <laughs> oh, that would be, awesome be so cool. Here. And that Wayne be... Brady. Oh, wow. the best singer. So yeah, I would love wow. to see Wayne Brady improvise a song to Tom Morello's cool riffs. Cool riffs. Yeah. Yeah, What's the drummer's cool. name and the bass player? Uh, Adam Clayton, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adam Clayton, and Larry Mullen, Mullen Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that I really hope you guys get to improvise with Rage. Thank you. Me too. I think we will. I, I mean, think we will. Even if not on stage, we'll we'll definitely goof around. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We're gonna be. Goofing oh, around. what are you gonna do? Like put a banana peel in his seat or something, or yeah, whoopee cushion, or yeah. Have you ever put if you put a banana peel on a chair and somebody sits on it, they'll slip right out. I knew that. Yeah, Whoa, I knew a lot that. Of people don't know that. That's, it's funny, but it's also a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Are there any other uh, bands that secretly are in the improv scene that would be interesting for us to talk about? 
Imagine Dragons are love our big improv guys. Like, <laughs> really? We, yeah, yeah, we've actually grown quite close with them over the years, and that's why we always come out to like Imagine Dragons songs. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cool. Places we are leaving. Well, that they actually tracks the name part, alone, yeah. Imagine Dragons. It's yeah, very yeah. improv yeah. positive. That's yeah. how they got the name of the band is through an through improv a game. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, that is so cool. Yeah. Um, they we sing. Were actually, do you remember like when no like bands like. Old No Doubt, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Oh, yeah. Like these right. extra guys in the band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We actually sort of uh, were kind of that for Imagine Dragons when they first started. Really? We were like yeah. their dancers. So, yeah. Do you mean the guys really? who dance around in yeah. suits? For, and yeah. they're improvising <laughs> while they're performing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because mm-hmm. they'd be like, they'd be skanking, but nowadays people don't really skank anymore. So we would go and we'd improvise during their, their sets. Oh, cool. So yeah. Imagine Dragons is like, I feel it in my bones. Yeah. Welcome to the new. And then. They'll do like just the, the the vocals will stop and then you guys walk on stage. Okay, so we need a location. But are yeah. they like, are they like little quick sketches or are they long between songs? Because yeah, well, if somebody plays a string yeah. or something, God forbid. Right. Yeah. yeah, God forbid. Time. Yeah. You know, so that's cool. And do you guys like how we were talking about like the dancer guy in Mighty Mighty Boss Tones? Like style wise, do you guys imitate that? Do you wear big suits and hats and like? We match the style of the band. Okay. So, right. Yeah. So with Imagine Dragons, we're just wearing like, I don't know what they. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, nice. They wear nice like sweaters, clothes. Nice sweaters. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. We wear nice sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. When we're on tour with Imagine Dragons, it's pretty much always untucked. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, shirts they're... that are made to be worn. Untucked. I have been meaning to get one of those. Yeah. Untuck it, I think, is the website, yes, yes, they and it's it. and they fit crazy really nice because and... if you shop at the Gap or H and M or anywhere. And you know there are no shirts that are designed to be untucked until now. Until now, it's a huge problem. If you ever see a guy in a dress shirt, he can't. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to tuck it. I I hate to go here, but uh, the facts are clear. (laughs) The male suicide rate is much higher Mm. than it is for women. As it should be. And one of the big reasons is because most guys can't find a shirt that you can friggin' untuck properly. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's so hard. Yourself, yeah. It's I, almost impossible. Thank God this company exists. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, so this is... Yes, you're preaching to the like, choir. All four of us have tucked in shirts right now because yeah. we can't untuck it. I feel it. like this, I'm in untuck, prison right yeah. now. I've actually... I've started cutting the bottoms off a lot of my shirts. Oh, so you really? Tuck them. <laughs> yeah. And they look tucked. And they, they get all frayed after a couple washes <laughs> and then that's... Throw them out. <laughs> but it's a good shirt and, like, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Man... Untuck it. Woo. Before you go, I have a couple of just questions because I'm curious sure. about the life of an improviser because you guys are the, like the new rock stars as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. What does an improviser eat in a typical day to, to fuel that mind and that body? And that ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, that's true. Most of us are overweight. Um, you know, a lot of like... Carbs, honestly, like you got to just kind of like whatever. It's really like whatever's around, you know. So yeah, yeah, a lot of carbs. <laughs> so improvisers don't have specially tailored diets. Our diets are kind of based on suggestions. Um, it's just wherever we are, whatever is closest to the venue is usually what we eat. Yeah. So that's a lot of like Jimmy John's or Subway <laughs> or. I imagine you at home. Your mom's making you dinner. And you go, I need a suggestion, Mom. What am I going to have for dinner? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she's like, chicken fingers. And you go, okay. Oh, yeah. That's kind of fun. Or yeah. at Subway, if the sandwich artist is like, what do you want on it? Do you go like, surprise me. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah we always the do. Yeah, you're the artist. Mm-hmm. And then he makes a sandwich and he puts his dick in it, like a dick in a box, Ugh. as a joke. I'm just, oh, I'm just right, thinking right, improv right. style, like funny, yeah, yeah. disgusting. Yeah. yeah, we try not to always just go straight to blue, like we. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, oh, we sorry. Working, like, work our way into it. We want it to oh. be for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever thought about TV? Have you ever thought about auditioning for SNL or one of the mm-hmm. other great comedy shows out there? I've never had a <laughs> TV. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. We never really thought about it. Do you have it, a computer? No. You don't have a computer? No. Or a cell phone. I'm thinking about getting one. I mean, how do you not have a computer or a cell phone in 2020? Library, like everybody okay. else, they're free at the library. Yeah. So you just, if you need to do an email, you go to the library and log on, and I don't really ever have to do emails. Yeah. You know, Marty takes care of all of our business, the business side of it, and then he just lets me know where I got to be and when, and then whammo. Okay, but I've got a question. Are you worried that Marty's taking advantage of you? I mean, if you're letting him control everything, I'll give it a rest. No, I'm not going to give it a rest because I'm looking over here, Marty, and you're in a three-piece goddamn suit, and Tim's wearing rags. I was wearing rags. And I wasn't going to bring this up earlier in the podcast, but you look like you're doing pretty well for yourself. Tim looks like he's destitute. No, no, you're completely confused. Yeah, where did you get all You're confused. (laughs) What happened was we were both in our uniforms on the ship. We went through the pipe. Those got dirty. We had to get new clothes. Mm-hmm. Tim chose to go to the dump and pick his clothes out of the dump. I chose to go buy a three-piece suit. These are our choices. They're yeah. our styles. Oh, okay. You were saying like we're like those odd couple duos. A lot of people ask us about that. I'm the business guy. Tim's not. And we're happy that way. Yeah, it works out. When you see us on Yang stage, that's all, that's all that matters. When you see us both on stage, the two pieces of shit doing our fucking thing... All the rest of it just goes away. Well, what if you want to buy stuff, Tim? What if you're walking down the street and you want a bag of candy? Daddy buys it. Yeah, you're his daddy, I suppose. Not literally. I don't know, like, why you think this. No. (laughs) Well, you know, here Marty is calling you his baby. You're calling Marty your daddy. I mean, what the hell is going on? Well, like, who? Which one of you does all the money stuff? Mm -hmm. That would be James. I. That's right. Yeah, I sort of. So, do you feel like James is taking advantage of you? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, or, are, or do you feel like you're taking advantage of Michael and you're just trying to put it on me so that people don't ask you questions? Where's all this Patreon money go? Mm-hmm. The Patreon money is going to my tattoo removal. Well, there must be yeah. like... But there's two of you doing the podcast. Right. Well, when Mike gets a tattoo he needs removed, then yeah. he can get his own fucking Patreon. I, but I for now... Yeah. Mike's also got this beat up recording. I have a lower yeah. back tribal tattoo that needs to come off. Why? Because it does not, it did not age well. We'll it leave it at that. A, let me just, uh, in a nutshell, it ha- it's a the tattoo is of a certain word that once everyone thought was okay to say, but it's no longer the case. And so James needs it re- removed. What's if you're, the if you're, word? if you can't say What's it, it, start with. Yeah, can you at least spell it a bit? What's it start with? Yeah, well, okay. So just a word in tribal. Yes. Okay. okay. James, pull up your the back of your... All right, shirt. I'll show you. Are you okay Wait. if we say it? Well, as long as Mike beeps it out. There you go. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. It's you not- got... <laughs> on your back? <laughs> it's not the one you thought. <laughs> How the hell do you fit... <laughs> You're back. I know it's crazy, huh? I don't think you should get it removed. I think it's cool. I think that's a feat. Yeah, that's awesome. And also, 
does it say on your Patreon page that it's going to your tattoo yeah, removal? I think people are paying your Patreon thing. They're paying both um, of you guys. I'll have to check. When uh, Michael wants, no, it's in the fine print. And how does this work out? When Michael wants something, does Daddy buy it? No, I don't buy him anything. No, no. See, that's the difference. I don't. Now. I don't provide for Mike. Yeah. But you take oh. on behalf of Mike. I don't take up anything from Mike. Mike has nothing to take. Feels Look like at his you're life. projecting onto us all this taking advantage of stuff. Uh, sorry. What does that mean? Projecting, like you're doing it, so you're bringing it up to us because you're doing it. So you, you are, you know, subconsciously that you're doing it. Oh, you feel, you feel guilty, and you're trying to make me feel bad because of your own guilt. Sorry, I don't believe in psychology or psychiatry, much like Tom Cruise. So I don't believe in a subconscious. So no, everything I say, I mean. That's cool. Okay, I that. that is cool. It is cool. Okay. Um. So, guys, we've learned a lot about the art and business of improv today, Mm -hmm. and it's very eye-opening. We've learned that maybe you're super carriers of the coronavirus, which is a little alarming. But before we wrap things up today, um, I'd just like to ask, if you had any advice for aspiring young improvisers out there, what would that be? Honestly, stay the frig out of our way. Yeah. Rule number one, stay out of our way. Okay. Rule number two to young improvisers, honestly, start dating an older improviser. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it's a great way to get your foot in the door. And it's, a great, to way to lear- it's a great way to learn a lot. Get booked on shows. Yeah. It's expensive taking those classes and you only get them for like an hour a week. You should really immerse yourself in that life. And the best way to do it uh, for like a reasonable price is to date an older improviser. Mm-hmm. Now, can I ask, does the reverse work? Do uh, young male students end up dating uh older female improv teachers typically not no um why is that so it only works the other way around interesting yeah i guess um, i guess i've never really thought of that but yeah well if you're a young man listening and you're taking improv classes from an older lady maybe you ask her out on a date can't hurt right can't hurt (laughs) it's a good point or if you're a young male improviser why don't you date your older male improviser teacher? Mm-hmm. That as well. Because they're used to dating younger improvisers and they know how to pass on that information to you. <laughs> yeah. And I would also say to any young improvisers too, like, don't listen to what other people say about like the kind of people that older improvisers are. Mm-hmm. And you what know, do people say? Well, you know, because you work together a lot, you you know, little cliques start to form and you eventually are yeah. like, oh, this guy's a creep, this mm-hmm. guy's a pervert. He's a predator, predator that you know, preys yeah, on yeah. the on young people. Yeah, you know, don't you have to really? Like a lo- this guy's gotta, a loser. Yeah, this yeah, guy's you a loser. You know, yeah. like why does he do? He doesn't have any friends. Yeah. He's never said a funny thing in his life. Dresses poorly. Um, you know, don't let people don't let that stuff pressure you. You've got yeah. to find out about people on your own. You know? mm-hmm. right. Can I ask you a quick quick question? Do you guys have a clean set, Christian clean comedy? That's mostly yeah. what we yeah. do. Well, okay. That's what we try to stick to. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. and like. If it's a sort of a religious show, what kind of scenes would you might you do like a, like a cl- Christian clean comedy? Because um, like nativity, yeah, we do every, nativity, yeah, we b- the birthing do. scene mm-hmm. uh, of baby Jesus. Really? Yeah. We might have like the one of us might play baby Jesus, and then the other one will play uh, come back and play the multiple wise men bringing gift after gift. Oh, that's and what fun. the gift is. Is up to you to decide. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. So you're like, it's a Nintendo wow. Switch. Yeah, it's yeah. called oh. Funny Gift. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah Switch. <laughs> or yeah. a VR helmet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a gift card for Tim's. Yeah. yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Anything. Imagine it's, that. If the three yeah. wise men brought, you know, Starbucks and a Switch. Yeah. 
for the baby. And we get to see if baby Jesus likes it mm-hmm. or doesn't. Oh, Excellent. that's really good. But yeah, we get a lot of, you know, a lot of children go to, um, there's all, you know, whenever there's improvisers, there are always children around. Mm-hmm. So there are it's always kind of like children safe, coming to the yeah. shows. And so we, you know, you want everyone to have a good time and to let their, you know, guards down and be yeah. vulnerable. So we Very want good. it. We want something that for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very well, that's good. admirable. Thank that's you. wonderful. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. Uh, again, we'd like to thank our guests, Tim Gilbert and Marty Tops, a.k.a. the two pieces of shit, for joining us on this week's episode. Thanks, Thanks guys. so much for us. having yeah. us, guys. This has been this a great been a time. Blast. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, this is a segment on the podcast we call Five Questions. And uh, we're here with Tim Gilbert and Marty Tops. Tim and Marty, you can't hear this, but there's some sexy music being played underneath this. Yes. Wow. The purpose of this segment is to ask you guys questions. It's called Five Questions. So I'm going to ask you guys five things, and I want to know what you think about the answers. Okay. Shall we begin? Yes. All right. Question one. And I'm going to start with you, Tim. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And I'm coming to both of you guys next, so load up. We gotta get off this cruise ship. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. Coronavirus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think when we did decide, okay, time to go. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, I'll say that. All right, Marty. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, don't let anyone else into your personal finances. That's Very for good. you and you alone to to know about. Don't bring accountants in. Don't bring. The government in. Okay. Um, hmm. What about taxes and? Don't let anyone into your personal finances. Okay. Who pays taxes? Like what? Like when was the last when, time you? When, when was the last time pay, you paid taxes? When are you supposed well, to pay taxes? I'm high income, so I don't really have to pay. But, A lot of our money oh. is made on international waters, so I don't even know really who we're oh, who smart. we would pay taxes okay. to. Very anyway. smart. Very yeah. smart. Okay. Uh, Michael. Best uh, piece of advice you've ever received? Start a podcast with your best friend and, you, and you'll never work a day in your life. Okay. All right. Question number two. Question number two. This is a fun one. This is a really fun one. What's the worst haircut you've ever had? <laughs> and Michael, I'm going to start with you on this one. What's the worst haircut you ever had? I got something called a, uh, a Chelsea which usually uh, it would be for female punkers in the seventies, where you just have a you have bangs in the front and <laughs> shaved all the way at the back. You got that? When did you get that? The barber. This was a couple of years ago. The barber. Uh, I don't know what was going on. Got a little high or something. They mistook me for a female customer and gave me a Chelsea, and I was <laughs> so annoyed. Oh God! All right, Marty, worst haircut you ever had? Um, I think it was just before I met Tim when we were both just stand-ups. My hair used to be—it um, was split. It was kind of—it was like medium length, split in the middle, just two braids along the back that kind of hung to the front. And I just didn't know what I was doing, so I let the barber kind of do whatever they wanted. But then when I met Tim, uh, now we cut each other's hair. And okay. That's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what I was gonna say. Really, is like, I think it's okay to say, right, that we're taping this right now, February 2020. That's okay to say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. next month, March 2020, will mark two 
calendar years since I've got a professional haircut. Nice. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, nice. I basically just had a bit of a freak out in a McDonald's in London, Ontario mm-hmm. uh, two years ago. And I got so upset that I went home and shaved my head. And I've just been doing that ever since, basically. What happened in the M- McDonald's, if I may ask? Um, it, it uh, Nothing really happened, but it, it just took... It took, it was like ve- a very long wait. Okay. Very long wait. Like longer than it should be. So you shaved your head uh, in the McDonald's? No. No, I went home and did it. Okay, so you're yeah. so mad at a long wait yeah. that you went home. And it's been two years, so wow. I... Yeah, I, that's just what I've been doing every few months. Imagine I go Ronald McDonald with a shaved head instead of that big red... <gasps> oh! Uh, hair. And, and, and earrings. Yeah, and buff. Yeah. Huge dick. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that'd be cool. Okay. Like new, fresh, new nipple piercings so that they, mm. yes. they're swollen and they sting. And yeah. Grimace would be like, through the, yeah. we're basically yeah. imagining the Jared Leto Joker here. Oh, right. I guess you're Are right. Are we not? Yeah. That's true. Imagine, but he likes yeah. burgers. Yeah. Six degrees of, right, Jared Leto Joker. <laughs> yeah, the old game. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next question. Um, if there was going to be a movie of your life, who would you cast to play you? Marty, we're going to start with you. Um... Am I, I'm just going to say my own hero, Ron James. Okay, the Canadian chuckle master. Yes. I will also keep it in the wheelhouse of Canadian comedy, and I will say, uh, oh, I don't know, just a little somebody named Jan. Oh, Jan yeah. Arden. From the show Jan. Mm-hmm. She's really good at acting. She can play you. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's huge right now. So, yeah. Jan. Mar- uh, Me, Michael? I'm also staying in Canada, Jay Baruchel. Oh, oh, that's cool. Good, I that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Jay, you can have a similar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He's in the his app as like, hey, you can look at who's on your app at the bank in your app. Mm-hmm. That is a good impression, funny. Mike. Yeah. That's very, those commercials are hilarious. They're Maybe you could play him. Yeah, I'd love to. Oh, wow. Next question. If you were a wrestler, what would your entrance theme song be? <laughs> now that's fun. And you can even come up with a wrestling name, too, if you want. But it's not on the list I have here. But we can... I have one. Fib. Sure. The Cure song, Friday, I'm in Love. Oh, that's li- that's a that's not a good wrestling intro. Bring some positive energy to the uh, proceedings. So the other guy would be like... And then you come in... I don't care if Monday's... Yeah, because to throw him off balance. Yes. Yeah, that's smart. If Mike was a wrestler, he'd be like a pervert character. No. You know, there's like tough guy characters and then like a perverted clown. No, right. Mike would be the perverted. No, I could be a normal clown. Mike could be a perverted librarian. No. Oh, wow. I could be a normal clown or a normal librarian. And then if Mike wins the match, he does something creepy to the guy he beats up. He looks at his, uh, looks down his shirt or something. Yeah. And shakes his, wags his finger at it. Yeah. And then Mike's like, be quiet in the library and kicks him in the head. I could see that. All right. All right. How about you, Marty? Um, I would probably go with Dirty Pop by NSYNC. Mm. Okay. How does that go? Interesting. Dirty Pop. (laughs) Cool. And what what, what would your character be? Like a wrestling character be, do you think? Uh, Very strong. Handsome, okay, and uh, tough. But is he like? Does he have a job, or is he an alien, or is he like a barber, or is he a handsome alien who comes into Dirty Pop? I, I can I, see. I, it. I could see. <laughs> yeah, what would be a good character for Marty Tops as a wrestler? I'd be. I'd be like a kind of like a friendship counselor, like a camp counselor. <laughs> camp counselor. Camp that's counselor. perfect. 
that doesn't want you staying up late or or doing any rough housing. So I'll I'll knock you or out. swimming across the lake no and hanging out with the, the girls yeah. camp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll knock yeah. I'll knock your block off if you're trying to that. You're not allowed to hang out with girls. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, ripped. I'll... You're in like counselor clothes, but you can see you're ripped underneath. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah, I'll I'll crack the. And you come out to Dirty Pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and now the camp counselor. Yeah. Dirty Pop. Because <laughs> I'm like cool with the people that are younger than me. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so you, yeah, you, your finishing move, yeah, is telling people not to go over to the girls' camp. Yeah, telling people to go go to their bunks. Tim, how Timmy, about you? Timmy, Timmy. Uh, well, my song. Okay, I've been thinking about this. I am a traditionalist. I'm gonna That's pick nice. for my entrance song a classic jock jam, one that you will hear in every stadium from here till Timbuktu. And I'm gonna pick "Rock and Roll" by Gary Glitter. Oh, okay. that's a classic choice. jock jam. Right. Yeah. It, it just was in the Joker movie, I believe. Was yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Jocks. That guy's the king of the jocks. Yeah, you know? he, so I think that's, you know, the, nothing gets people in a stadium going like hearing Rock and Roll by Gary Glitter. So yeah. I, that's mine. Dun, 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 dun. Hey. He was like, he was a big athlete. Yeah, he was he a big was, musician. He was, I heard he was. Like, uh, yeah, popular. I heard. He was yeah. huge. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and Tim, like, would you have a wrestling character of some kind? Like, it would probably be like a kind of Gary Glitter type of guy, like a flashy, like almost gold dust. Remember the wrestler Gold? Oh yeah, dust, yeah, like, yeah. Covered in really gold and sparkles. <laughs> I would, you know, something like that, something flashy. You know, maybe like well, this gold Ziggy dust has been done. Dust, maybe know. you're something like bronze. Oh, bronze. Maybe bronze you're like bronze dust. Yeah. Mr. Bronze, Mr. Bronze, and, and you, would you, would and you'd you be like, covered in bronzer. You have pockets yeah. full of pennies. Oh, and yeah. then your hands smell and like I pennies. Say, oh, I, they're weighing me down. Yeah. Put those pennies Can in kids come mouths. take the pennies out of my pockets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Mr. Bronze. Mm. Oh, my pants are falling down. Too many pennies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help me. Kids. Wow. I think that is yeah, something like that. Very good. Um, does anyone else have any questions for five questions? Mike, do you have any questions you want to ask? Otherwise. Nope. Is that, is that five? Have we done five? Let me see here. What else do I have here? Um, Oh my god, my phone is ringing. I'm looking at the questions on my phone. I guess I'm just going to decline this. No, a- answer it. Put it on speaker. No, I'm not going to answer it. Who is? I don't it? recognize the number. It's you know what probably is. Yeah, answer those it. Those air duct guys. Oh yeah. Don't you want to kill them? You're always having problems with your air duct guys. Huh? What? How is? How do people? How is this not a problem that we've dealt with yet? These air duct guys guys are going buck wild. Mm-hmm. They're calling everybody. Yeah. Okay, the the phone call passed. Um, here we go. What would be um uh do 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 do. If you were on a deserted island with either your worst enemy or no one, which would you choose and why? <laughs> a deserted island. Would you rather be by yourself or with your worst enemy? Uh, can I just say that those two people are the same? Wow. Your worst enemy is no one? No. Oh, my. Your, yourself. Myself. Oh, you hate yourself. So either. Yes. See, now you see. I didn't know you hated yourself. Yeah, well, it's, I guess this is a big reveal. You know, they have gender reveals. Right. People do that with their babies. Well, yeah. this is my big reveal. Uh, Tim, how about you? I guess I would like to. Um, I would. I guess if I got to pick, I would pick to be on the island with my worst enemy mm-hmm. because, again, as we know, we are experts on the things that can go on in international waters. Yeah, it, I, and this would give me the opportunity to pick up a coconut. Strike my worst enemy in the head, and and cannibalize them. You know? Well, that's true. You're not going to get arrested. Yeah, and it's some food. Yeah, exactly. and something to do. 
and something to do. Yeah. Uh, Marty? Marty. Um, I would go I would go with my worst enemy because it would be one final challenge to turn that enemy into my best friend. Oh. Hey. And if it doesn't work, yeah. Do I you, could eat him or he could eat I me. Knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Now, some people, when they're cannibals, they kill the person, then they have sex with the person, mm. and then they eat the person. What? I haven't Would heard you, of this. It's a thing. It's true. Jeffrey Dahmer. Bundy. Bundy. Uh, he did that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. James, where you. You, where you been? Ed Gein. So would you? Who's Ed Gein? Oh, I'll, I'll, buddy. I'll, what are you doing after this? Nothing. Okay, we'll hang in. Okay. <laughs> would you both uh, make love to the dead corpse, or would you just eat it? Absolutely, yes. Of course, I would. You gotta do. Okay. You gotta. You okay. know. Look, I think we're in a safe space right now, right? We're Absolutely. all guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. The truth is. If stuff doesn't happen after a while, we get headaches, right, guys? Yeah. We get headaches. That's True. the last thing we need on an island. So, yeah, of course, yes. you got to go somewhere, right? Yeah. I would ask if it's okay. And if it's not okay, there's plenty of coconuts on a deserted island, I would assume. Or a volleyball. Oh, my God. Wilson. Hey, wait a second. There's that no makes... guarantee on a volleyball, but coconuts are there. They are a bit hairy on the outside. There's holes. There's moist yep. on the inside. Would feel just like oh, a so human man. It. Do you think something was going on between Tom Hanks and Wilson? Like, all we saw in the movie was like, Wilson, you're my best friend. Mm -hmm. But do you think some lonely nights he's he's going, oh, Wilson, I need the touch of a a volleyball right now. And just bangs the ball into his his penis. Well, or something. Yeah. Hmm. Do I think that happened? No, I don't. (laughs) That's the truth. Oh, okay. Well, that's five questions. That was great. Yeah. Was that fun? Five Alive. Thanks, guys. Thank I you. I feel like I learned a lot. Um, is there anything um, before we let you guys go? Uh, is there anything you guys want to pump up, promo, um, get out there in the world? Yeah. Well, we've got, we we host, um, we do our own show, as everybody knows, uh, called Tim and Marty's Ha Ha Dump. Ha Ha Dump. Right. Which is okay. based on our time living at the dump, mm-hmm. which is current. Yeah. And that's every uh, first, Thursday first Thursday of the month. At Comedy Bar Comedy right here Bar. in Toronto. Part With of the Laugh Sabbath, Sabbath group. Yes. Look it up. Until next time, thanks for doing the show. Good luck and hope you uh, have a positive outcome with your coronavirus thing. Thank Thank you. You too. Thank you. you. This is a real joy. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah.